Kia ora, I'm Mike Minogue. And I'm Karen O'Leary. You might remember us from the movie What We Do in the Shadows and its even more popular TV spin-off, Wellington Paranormal. And now we're doing Wellington Paranormal, the podcast, where we discuss the show and interview the people that made it, like Jermaine Clement, Thomas Aisry, Makabu Hatu, and more. Check out Wellington Paranormal, the podcast, new episodes out every Thursday. I'm going to LA. Oh, man. Must be nice to be able to do that. Just take off to LA, jet setting. Yeah. I've got a theory because Ellie went to LA. LA Um, went to LA. Wait, what? So Ellie went to LA last year, as you may remember. She also went to Mexico. That's right. She also has a partner who went to Dubai. Dubai, yes. And her sister went to Dubai not too long afterwards. Is your theory that they're hugely loaded? No. Oh. My theory is that she's smuggling drugs. I think you're bang on there. Yeah. Mexico, mm. LA, huge drug scene. Dubai. Dubai. Famously riddled with drugs. Yeah. I'd have no idea. But yeah, they, yeah. they say it's oil, but yeah. I reckon, what are you going to do in the downtime? You pump oil for all day. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Go true. Home, yeah. Uh, and then she's in LA again. So I don't know if this is true, but I think Ellie in some way is connected to some sort of cartel. I think it is true, and we just right. leave it there. Leave it there, right? I mean, there's certain rules around discrimination, uh, not discrimination, defamation, defamation and all sorts of things, but you know what? When the proof is there and yeah. it's plain for all to see, yeah. it's fine. Def- it's not defamation if it's true. Yeah, so Fantastic. we are currently on the lookout for a third host. If you think you could do it, <laughs> yeah. hit us up at Extremely Gamers. Nah, That's Extremely it. Casual Gamers Podcast yeah. on Instagram. Yeah, hit us up. Absolutely. Extremely Casual Gamers on TikTok, and you can hit us up on YouTube as well, ECG Podcast. On the show today, uh, we're going to be talking about gaming trophies and what trophy you would create if you mm, could. This for a game, back, yeah. yeah. for a game. This off the back of something to do with Tomb Raider, which I'll dive into uh, soon. Chris, you have an issue with something that we would have faced as gamers back in the day, and it's come back. That's right. Uh, many people will know that I am currently operating a Game Boy Advanced situation, and it's just reminded me of a f- the f- it's quite a lot of things in gaming that we take for granted nowadays. Yeah. Um, and this is something, <laughs> there's about five or six things that I haven't dealt with in years, and it's quite nice to be like, oh, I'm so glad we don't have to worry about that anymore. Yeah. So uh, I'll be diving into that. And uh, just before we wrap up today, we are actually going to be creating a community Facebook page. It's going to be a closed group where you can join and we can just talk about everything game. We can talk about the podcast. You can suggest things. You can talk to us. You can throw in memes. It's going to be a really cool community. And uh, if you stick around for that chat, uh, you can find out how you can score uh, $100 gaming voucher. So That's if, right. You know, if you play on PlayStation, Switch, whatever, 100 bucks could be coming your way. But first, let's rip into some listener feedback. 
This one's from Blake Dawson. Okay, hi, big Blake. Shout, big shout out to Blake. Now he says this. Now I'm not blaming Chris, but I blame Chris for all the cheap scuffed Game Boys disappearing in the past few weeks. I've been waiting for my invoices to get paid so I can buy one and do the same as Chris. So good. She says, and do the same and meet Chris and beat him. Is that actually what he says? Oh, a little meet and beat. <laughs> and then play Game Boys. But in the past two weeks, it's gone from about 10 sitting around at 80 to 100 in rough condition to zero. Your influence is spreading. Yes, this is great. This is exactly what I want. I'm trying to fabricate a world where I am 12 years old again. Everyone I know has a Game Boy and I can play them at place, uh, at Pokemon. However, when I was 12, I couldn't actually afford a lot of that. Oh, no. I was doing a lot of my Pokemon work when I was about 16, 17, and I had a part-time job. Um, so I'm trying to recreate this universe where all my friends have Game Boys. We can play Pokemon against one another. And I'm pleased people are snapping them up because I recently purchased uh, a second Game Boy. Yeah. Because I got a Game Boy. But you um, needed a second to So I trade, trade. with myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've got that going now. So I won't just have a Haunter. I will have a Gengar. You best come correct, New Zealand. Um, and yeah, like a flip Game Boy SP because Blake messaged me on Instagram as well. That, like they're $150, one popped up and I had to instantly buy, oh, I didn't have to, listen to me. <laughs> uh, my hands were tied loose. <laughs> I didn't have to do anything. Uh, my wife doesn't actually realise it's going to be a surprise when that arrives. Um, but I had to pretty much buy it straight away because I realised as soon as a Game Boy SP, which is the, um, the flip top one, yeah, yeah. as soon as they pop up, they get bought straight away. Wow. Um, so I was like, I've got no choice here. I have to buy one. That's coming from like Papakura or something. Um, and then I'll be modding the crap out of that when I get my invoices paid as well. Blake's yeah. a shout out, mate. Can't wait to beat your ass. Actually, just quickly on the Pokemon front, yeah. uh, just because oh, yeah. it's related. Uh, quick shout out to James and Ricky. Uh, don't know their last names. Ellie, do- Ellie does. They're actually friends of Ellie's. Classic. Most yeah. of Ellie's extended families and friends are the majority driving force behind the people that listen to this podcast. That's right. Yeah. Um, and they actually said, oh, listen to the podcast mainly to support Ellie, and then, but we love it. Uh, yeah. And then we're out on a boat for the radio station that I work for, and they were like, hey, Keezy, did you, uh, did you bring a Game Boy, mate? And I was like, oh, no. And I was like, no, no. I, I was like, oh, no, I didn't, but I need about a month or so to get like, – I'm battling my way through Pokemon Blue right now, just trying to get a team of six in case someone wants to challenge me to do the original games. Of course. And then I'll work my way through the others. So I need about a month or two to get that up and running. But I've already been challenged once in person. Uh, and then online, I've had a few people message me saying that they've bought Game Boys as well and ready to go. Wow. So hopefully you're we building can... your own little community. Here. Yeah, man. You're going to get one? No. <laughs> not sick. In the, not sick. In the cool. Sweet as. 120 is out of my pocket money anyway. Uh, Mitchell Timms, he's written in saying, Chris isn't alone. I'm also a Death Stranding completer, equally confused and excited for what Kojima throws at us. Uh, speaking of, love the Witcher chats. Our cats are even named Yennefer and Triss. Oh, my God. I've read all the books too and the Ron Breeze list because Brianna, who we talked about in a previous yes. episode, is his partner and she loves the Witcher as well. Well, Huge shout out, by the way. <laughs> oh, I feel like these people are my best friends. Cats named Yennefer and Triss. Yeah. That was me. I'll get rid of Yennefer, by the way. I'm a big Triss guy. Just get, um, hey, yeah, yeah. Just get rid of your cat. <laughs> But that's really good to hear. I'm glad there are other people out there actually playing through Death Stranding, getting confused like me. Also, quick shout out to Alex Rude last week. We were like, oh, she sounds amazing. Turns out it's a dude. Um, Still love you though, Alex, man. Keep doing what you're doing. Big shout out. And another one here. This one comes in from Jim. Got to say, guys, came because of Ellie. A lot of people saying came because of Ellie because they know Ellie from Viva La Dirt League, very popular YouTube channel. Uh, But you guys are killing it. It's great to have a lighthearted podcast to listen to at my job. That's from Jim, who listens from Syracuse in New York. Syracuse? Yeah, lives in Syracuse, New York City. So that is, well, New York State. So 
That is awesome. That's Shout cool. out, Jim. Thanks for listening uh, all the way from uh, the big smoke as well over there in the USA. Oh, um, yeah. Because it's weird. We're doing this little gaming podcast way down in New Zealand, and you think, does New Zealand humour translate? Do yeah. people in the international world care about us? You do know we, what I mean? Do we even have humour? Yeah. Like, Whereas we, this, we laugh at our jokes. <laughs> yeah, yeah I force out a lot of laughs whenever you're speaking. <laughs> and the fact that Jim, you know, big Jim over there in New York's yeah. loving it, that's great to hear, man. Really appreciate it. A lot of people did message through saying the word hell. That was, of course, the keyword that you needed to message to us in order to go in the draw to win a copy of Helldivers 2 on PlayStation. We do have a winner, and I will be announcing that winner uh, later on. Oh, but, wow. But first, we need to rip into some gaming news. Gaming news. Mamma mia, Mario, make a lot of money. Sorry, that was... Was that racist? I don't know. Yeah, Italian's sort of on that list of like... Don't do it too much. Yeah, yeah. But don't. I guess if you're doing a character as Mario, he is fictional. Maybe if I mimic exactly how he does it. You have a moustache as well, so that helps. That's true. Mamma mia, Mario make a lot of money. Nice. Yeah, it's definitely not still racist. Still feels racist. Uh, Nintendo, currently the richest company in Japan. Ooh. Think about Japan. Think about them being world leaders in technology and everything they do. Nintendo is the richest company in Japan. And by that, I mean, they got a lot of uh, walking around money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they've got money to spend. This is on the back of the Switch being the biggest console in Japan and doing quite well around the world. Uh, But also the fact that uh, Super Mario's movie went off. That was a cool movie. It was was released at a funny time, wasn't it? Because it didn't really see the light of day. Mm. And it got review bombed. Well, not review bombed, but just a lot of people didn't like it. And Jack Black recently spoke out who voices Bowser. And he's like, the movie's awesome. I'm not 100% sure why people don't like it. Well, it's the highest grossing video game movie of all time. It's so cool. Yeah, and it's kicked ass. Uh, So as a result of that, they are at the top of the list of uh, companies that have a lot of money to spend. They've got heaps of... So number one is Nintendo... Just looking down the list of 50 here, a lot of them uh, I've never heard of. So, for example, um, Recruit Holdings, Fast Retailing, that's six. Uh, Boring names. Secom is eighth, right? Yeah, yeah. Subaru, though, is fifth. So Nintendo is smoking Subaru. Uh, You've also got the likes of uh, Bandai Namco, which is also a video game uh, creator. I think they also make like... Like pokey style machines and all sorts of stuff. Yeah. Um, but Bandai Namco is sitting in 25th place. Uh, mm-hmm. Suzuki, massive car and motorbike manufacturer, they're all the way down in 32nd. Ooh. But to be 32nd company in Japan, it's not like as if you're, you know, rubbing, you've got hardly any money. No, no, 30 exactly. Seconds, yeah, 30 seconds in Japan. Billions. Exactly. So it's still a lot of money. Square Enix, uh, 38th in yep. Japan as well. Um, but I was just really blown away because when you think of Japan, you think of, you know, Toyota, Nissan, Honda, all those, of like course. Toshiba, all these massive Panasonic. And then it's like, nah, Nintendo is actually number one. And they did a Super Mario movie and they sell the Nintendo Switch. Yeah. So I thought that was pretty damn cool. That is really cool. Mm. Next story, though, in gaming news. Gaming news. <laughs> Console players needs consoling. <laughs> Clever. Hey, this Gaming came out. pun. This is um, one of the biggest stories that came out this week. So PlayStation have announced that the PlayStation 5 is, quote, entering the latter stage I of saw life. That. 
I was gutted about that. Despite being released in 2020, so for the first three years of its life cycle, it wasn't even fully available. Do you remember when the PlayStation 5 came out and people couldn't get one? Oh, guy, there was a semiconductor shortage. Yeah, there was. Uh, Taiwan couldn't make enough of them for the world, man. I remember that. It still sold over 50 million units, which is more than double of what the Xbox Series X has sold, right? So, (laughs) um, But even more shocking news is that the CEO of Sony Entertainment has said that PlayStation will not be releasing any more AAA titles, exclusive titles, for the remainder of the year. Of the year? This year. That's okay, though, because what are their AAA exclusives? Last of Us, Horizon, well, God think, of War, I Spider-Man. Think, I think people were kind of holding out for like a like a Ghost of Tsushima 2 announce and release. Well, announce. If they announce, they'll release that next year. But also, we didn't know. Death Stranding 2, was that supposed 2025. To, was that announced as 2025? Yeah. Oh, okay, well, then that makes yeah, sense. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. I thought you were going to say for the rest of the console. No, no, no. For I was the like, rest oh, my God. Year, what I think is going to happen is they're saying that the PlayStation 5 is in the latter part of the year because it will be hitting four years old and the standard life cycle of a console is around seven years, right? I reckon this means that the PlayStation 5 is going to come to an end, but it's just going to be the PlayStation 5 Pro. That's Because they've had the PlayStation 5 Slim that came out at the end of last year, digital only, but I reckon they'll release a Pro version because it- next year is a huge year for games Games like Grand Theft Auto 6, which is going to be like 140 gigabytes or something mm. like that. So I reckon, yes, the the PlayStation 5 might be slowly winding down, but they're going to ramp up the PlayStation 5 Pro. That'll keep them ticking for the next two to three years, and then they'll go into the PlayStation 6. Yeah, so I, for some reason, have it in my head that the PlayStation 5 Pro is releasing in like November of this year. Yeah, I've just got a vibe about it. Mm. As soon as the PS4 Pro came out, they haven't released, uh, announced they it haven't yet. announced anything, have they? As soon as the PS4 Pro came out, I got one and upgraded. Um, and I feel like when they say we're in the uh, the sort of latter half of the PlayStation's yeah. career, I feel like we're at the halfway point, and we've just ticked over the next four years will be the end of the PS5, which is when the Pro will come in and sort of prop it up for another few years. Yeah. Uh, I Yeah. I think you're right about Grand Theft Auto. Games are going to start getting massive. Yeah. Because the ga- the PS5's hard drive is only like 800 gig or something. Yeah. It's smaller. Yeah. It's not a one terabyte. And that is also including all of like the stuff that keeps, you need to actually make the PlayStation run. So that takes up a chunk of There's it like as well. There's like 30 or 40 gigs of stuff yeah. just to make it run. You're right. Yeah. So Exactly. Oh, wow. That um, makes me sad because how did you – Get your PS5. I was lucky enough to get one through PlayStation NZ for free. For free. Oh, yeah. Sorry, right, about but I, it. but where that's that's been a that's been a relationship that I have curated and we've been helping each other out for years. Yeah, nice. You know, just yeah. Dutch rattering each other. I'm sure they're really pleased <laughs> with the help you're giving them. And only just now I start a gaming <laughs> podcast where it actually makes sense. Um, but also in in console news is that not so not as exciting as that. The head of Xbox says that the next Xbox console is going to be twice as powerful as the current one that to me is like a nothing headline so like, well, yeah it should uh, yeah of course it, the of next course, generation it needs to be yes like, that's right you know w- well done um and then the other thing is nintendo multiple sources have said that the switch 2 is not going to be coming out this year 2025 it's going to be coming out next year everybody was expecting it to be released in november this year whereas now there is multiple sources saying that it's going to be coming out early 2025 they've delayed it so what three four months all good precisely right and It'll i didn't realize this so where by the time we get a switch 2 the switch 1 will be 7 years old do you know how many and we would you were just talking about how successful nintendo is how many units how many nintendo switches have been sold i know it's less than playstation is that correct not the playstation 5 right okay oh how many 140 million Nintendo Switches. That is bonkers. That's crazy, right? That is outrageous. Yeah, I had to double check that stat. Really? And even now I'm starting to doubt it. 
Far out. That is, <laughs> I love it when you're like flying by the city of pants on a podcast or a radio show. You say something and you're like, damn, I hope that's correct. <laughs> yeah. I'm already expecting the DMs to be like, guy, that's not correct. Yeah. 140 million units. That's that is crazy. crazy. Good. I mean, good for them because the Fantastic. Wii U, which was before the Switch, absolutely bombed. The yep. Wii was epic. The Wii U came out. Everyone was like, no, nah, we don't like it. How do you bounce back from that? With the Switch, they did a great job. So shout out Nintendo. Yeah. Um, even though I don't like them, I haven't really liked we had a Nintendo Wii in our flat when we first lived together. Oh my god, how good is we Wii just, Golf? The Wii Golf and Wii Baseball. Oh my goodness, yeah. I really. I even thought about it the other day, like because I was I'm in the process of buying up every Game Boy in New Zealand. Um, I was like, man, should I get a Wii and we could do a golf day? Oh hell yeah! That'd be so. Then I was like, no, you're buying a whole lot of stuff just to do a one-off thing, and then you're going to be like, this wasn't as good as I remember. The PlayStation Two VR. Yeah. Um. Well, the PlayStation VR Two. Sorry, there is no golf game. Like this, like a kooky mini golf game. No, nah, you need but golf. But I want mate. like a PGA style. Golf game because you can right. get it on the on Steam and you can do it with the um the, the Quest or whatever. Yeah, it's called. there's a few of them. There's heaps of them, but for actual PlayStation VR, there's no legit golf game. Sort it out, PlayStation. Yeah, sort out. it out. Listen, thanks for the thanks for the free stuff. Yeah, and that no. wraps up gaming news. Tune. Um, hey, so I have been running a Game Boy Advance for the last three weeks. I don't know if I've mentioned it. I feel like you need a succinct little like way to describe what you've been doing because you keep sort of explaining it in big detail. So just, I've got a Nintendo, I've got a Nintendo Game, Game Boy. Boy. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Game Boy Advanced. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it is really convoluted, <laughs> it's quite isn't it? wordy. <laughs> I've got a Game Boy project on at the moment. I'm going to, yeah. res- I'm going to take one apart, put a metal shell on it, doing that tomorrow. Actually very excited. Um, upgrade it all. Um, and then I'll be available to challenge to a Pokemon fight. If you ever see me out in the wild. So, uh, that was great. That was good. Ish, that was still quite long. I'll yeah. work on it. Yeah. Um, one thing I have realized, however, playing my Game Boy, I have been waiting for all these things to arrive so I can start it. I keep going to start the process and then it's like, oh, I don't have any capped on tape, so, so, which is like really heat proof tape that you use to tape stuff to motherboards um, to like protect stuff and make sure they don't short out. And I'm like, damn, so I got to order some of that. That takes a few days. And so while this has been happening, I've been building up my Pokemon team on Pokemon Blue on my Game Boy. It's currently still running a double A battery situation. Yeah. It doesn't have a back flap because those are like famously back in the day on the original Game Boy Advance, which didn't have the flip top. Uh, the Game Boy's battery pack thing had a little flap that you remove, put the batteries in. They were owned by kids. They always lose the flap. Yeah. And so you've got these two batteries just sitting there. Mm-hmm. At any point, if you slightly bump them, it just cuts out. <laughs> and so it happened yeah. to me the other night. So I slightly bu- I put it down too hard on the table. You know, my wife was like, hey, can you come give me a hand with something? I was like, yeah, put it you down on the oh, table. Loose. And then it cut out. I was like, look what you made me do. <laughs> I'd almost evolved magic up. And now I'm going to start again. Yeah. Um, so that was like, man, you don't have to worry about any of that stuff nowadays. Nah. Uh, so the, the other thing that I found quite funny was, uh, my, my Game Boy has a light on the corner. It's green. I might have explained this last week. I can't remember. Yeah. But, and then it turns red when it's starting to run low on battery. Then the red light gets dimmer and dimmer until it just dies. And so as it's red, when the light turns red, you're saving all the time just to try and keep it going in case. Um, it just randomly died on me. And I was like, oh, crap. Okay, I need AA batteries. Hey, babe, do we have any AA batteries? He's like, I haven't bought AA batteries in like five years. And I was like... <laughs> 
I'm going around. How is this house running? Yes, exactly. <laughs> but we have electricity. Yeah, surely the fridge has like eight double A's in it. Uh, she's like, no, it's plugged in. I'm like, oh, whatever. Um, so I started rummaging around the house looking for stuff with double A batteries in it. Yep. So I went into the garage. I was looking in our tor- I was like, oh, camping torch. That runs on double A's. Opened it up. Smoke detectors. No, <laughs> smoke detectors. No, nine volts. They're nine volts. Yeah, yeah. I would pull those bad boys out in a heartbeat otherwise. Uh, I went through like all of our drawers trying to find stupid electrical stuff. Uh, it, it got to the point where I was in the spare room rummaging through these boxes in a cupboard I've never opened. Uh, Lucy has got a little plastic thing that cuts off the little um, cotton balls that gather on your shirt. Oh, yeah, I know. There's the little trimmer it, things. It, it's, like a, it's like a face shaver, but for, for your for clothes. For your clothes. Pilling. It's pilling, a, pill, yeah. a pilling thing. Yeah, it gets yeah. rid of those. And yeah. I was just like, hey, Lucy, do you ever use the pilling cutter? And she's like, no, why is that? I was like, I borrow the batteries out of it. And then she had a. She was sitting there like, I don't want you stealing my battery, even though she hadn't used it in like eight years. Yeah. Um, so I pulled those batteries out, put it in my Game Boy. Of course, they were like three quarters flat. I was like, damn it. I was like, when are we going to the supermarket next? She said, not till Saturday. I was like, oh, my God. Well, you- and, and so it's like to the point where I was like, oh, should I play some Game Boy now or save it for tomorrow? Because I don't have much battery time left. Yeah. So that And that got me thinking, this is stuff you never, ever have to deal with now. And if it starts to run low, you can see the battery percentage in the top corner. You can plug it in and keep playing no matter what you're playing on. Yeah. So my topic is stuff from back in the day when you were gaming, when you were younger, that you would definitely not put up with nowadays. Even if we just stick to the, to the Game Boy chat, it would be, I had a Game Boy Color. I had mm. a green Game Boy Color and it had the red light and... It was always on, and then it, when it started to fade, that's when I knew I needed to get batteries, Correct. right? That in itself, I hated. But also, if I was sitting in the back seat and we've been driving somewhere, we us to go see Nana, driving home and it's dark. Because you, you hate to- your Nana, eh? Oh, far out. <laughs> <laughs> I, was Sorry, gonna, I, was, I was about to say a bad thing, but it was like, no, no, karma, yeah, bad timing. Yeah, definitely. She's still alive. For now. <laughs> Guy, <laughs> you just stopped yourself from saying it. So, like driving home, and I'd angle the Game Boy to face the window because the streetlights would illuminate my screen because it wasn't backlit. That's so right. Something like that is incredibly annoying. So that that's that's my second gripe about my Game Boy, and that's one of the things I will be installing is a modern day backlit LCD screen. Totally, it's like 720p or like it's an HD screen that's tiny. Um, I can't play Game Boy in bed because I'm lying in bed. My wife's go, all right, good night turn off the light, I can't see anymore. Yep. And I'm like, hang on, babe, I need to save my game. So I need to turn the light back on, angle it up at the light so I can see, and then save my game. That's not what I did. I actually left the room, left it to it. Because <laughs> uh, I was yeah. working my way up to the Cerulean City gym and I didn't want to lose all that progress. So, um, so then not being able to see is one and having to like angle yourself so the sunlight's on it. Yep. Um, here's another one. Do you remember when you'd get a like you'd go to Blockbuster say in the USA or United Video here Video Easy you'd hire out a game did this ever happen to you you put it in and it didn't work because it was scratched yeah do you remember like yeah that was a thing I, I feel like discs nowadays it doesn't like they don't don't get scratched is that something that's only happening in my house or no hundred percent because they had like a disc cleaning machine at those stores I remember I hired a PlayStation three I used to do that from United Video. Mm. And this is when I had like a part-time job and it was the school holidays. And where I hired it from, it was like a solid 15, 20 minute drive. I hired it, drove all the way home and it like it was like missing a power cable. Oh, so then I, And then ruined. I would like drove all the way back and then drove all the way back again. So it was like the whole thing took like an hour and a half because I hired a PlayStation 3. Just because um, I know we've got a crap load of Tauranga listeners. Yeah. So you were living in Bethlehem. Were you driving to United Video in uh, Fraser Cherrywood? Cove. Fraser Cove. Fraser Cove. You mad dog. Yeah, yeah. So for the very small amount of people that understand that distance. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's just me and you, man. But still, <laughs> yeah, that is it was, ages. Yeah, it's unreal, right? Far out. Um, so when you when I knew you were talking about this, it, immediately I started thinking about one of the first games that I fell in love with when I started playing PlayStation. Like the first ever game really was Driver. Oh, yeah, I used to play it with my brother. And I remember when you were playing with it, you would drive, like you would turn the what? vehicle. Yeah, I know. Mind blowing. <laughs> but you would turn the vehicle with the D-pad. Yes. You, and you only would, like, some games had analog. Yeah, only some. And thing is, I think Driver 2 maybe you could use the analog, but it was I was so not used to using it. It felt like drink driving. Like it was just swirling all over the place. But there are so many games where you could only use the D-pad for so movement. The reason that was, I believe, and this could be wrong, this could be another sad on a podcast and regret it later situation. Yeah. The PlayStation 1, when it first came out, only had D-pad. Yeah. Same as like the Super Nintendo back in the day, Sega Genesis, all that sort of stuff. And then when the remodeled PlayStation 1, PS1 came out, that's when they introduced DualShock, DualShock. for yeah. the first time. You had to push the button to activate it. Yeah. Oh, that is a throwback. Not and being able to, yeah. The, yeah, the original PlayStation controller that didn't have the the DualShock on it, it was like, that was the PlayStation controller that Player 2 or even 3 had. Yes, like, that's you, correct. You were playing like Crash Team Racing and the other two players had like the fancy controllers and you were like, like That is so like true. Jamming your thumb into the D-pads to turn. By yeah. the end of it, it was like imprinted onto your thumb. How about this one? Um, I couldn't beat a level, so I had to wait till I got to school the next day and find out if anyone had beaten it and then ask them how to beat it. I couldn't just go on the internet. Yeah. I've Actually, now that I think about it, we probably had the internet. But that was just how you operated. It wasn't like you couldn't go on YouTube, type in how to beat this thing level. Yeah. You had to go to school and be like, so what do you do? It's, oh, you got to wait for the, you know, every time he shoots four times and the flap opens and there's a weak spot or something. Yeah. I still have vivid memories of having to do that. If it wasn't that, if it wasn't a friend or family member, it was magazines. Do you remember gaming magazines? Oh Obviously gaming God. magazines still exist, but the late, the hottest game would come out and then, then if you were lucky enough, you would get it and then, like a month later, or if you were lucky, a couple of weeks later, yeah, that game would come up in the latest gaming magazine, and it would sometimes in the magazine it would take one level from that game, and they'd put screenshots all over the pages, and it would be a walkthrough, a strategy guide, yeah. awesome. It would it would be a walkthrough for just that level. That so is if you, so but cool. if you were like if it was level five. And that's what was in the magazine, but you were stuck in level six. You're like, I already got that level. So you have to wait till next week. Yeah, exactly. Like that was that was how we got hints and tips. It was on magazines that came out weeks later. If you were able to go out and buy them, that's also where it would have like a page full of cheats. Like up, down, left, right, L1, R1, all that stuff. I was going to say, I, I still, because uh, one of the games we played so much when uh, we were like, you know, sort of 14, 15, 16 was San Andreas because it was like the mind-blowing best game ever made. Uh, and I still remember uh, my mate's copy of San Andreas that we used to play all the time. You'd open up the case to get the disc out and there was the manual and then there was like a torn out page of his school book with pencil written sheets. Yeah. Jetpack code, obviously, L1, R1, R1, R2, up, down, left, right, up, down, left, right, that yep. sort of stuff. Um, triangle, triangle, square, circle, that's the jetpack, uh, the fighter jet, can't remember. But that was how you got your cheats as I was like, bro, can I copy those off? You sit yeah. down, write all the cheats and copy your mate. Do you want me to reference just that I should be impressed that you remember the cheats? Did you want a little moment? I was hoping so. I thought it was impressive. So I was, were you waiting for producer Zam to fire off some sort of like applause? No, yeah, but she's or... it's all right. She's still learning. <laughs> she, she she needs to learn that you need to have applause so they make me um, feel better. Otherwise, yeah, I just course. stop talking. Yeah. Um, here's another one. Your mum having to buy your game for you. 
Oh. I do not miss that. Your mum having to rent the game for you. It oh. was an R16 game and you were like 14. And Why you do you would... want BMX Triple X? I just you... want it, okay? <laughs> <laughs> do you remember that game? Yeah, 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 yeah. If you don't know what that is, give it a Google. It's ridiculous. What was the one with the bikini? The I don't know, guy. There was, the, there was the, the beach volleyball bikini game. We Obviously, about um, Dead or Alive. Dead or Alive. Ba- that's uh, right. Volleyball, yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is a shocker. Um, yeah, so I, I still remember. Mum, can I please uh, – my cousin Bryce was over and he was playing Grand Theft Auto Vice City and I'd never played anything like that before. He, I had a go and I was like, this is magnificent. Yeah. You can get a samurai sword and just chop people up. Oh, what? The whole shit. Like, yeah. And back then, even being able to hop out of one car, like in Driver, you only had the one car. Once that car was damaged, that was at level over. So in Grand Theft Auto, you could hop out and just hop in another one. What's that about? And then I was playing it and I remember being like, Mum, can I please get Grand Theft Auto Vice City on PlayStation? She's like, sure, we can get do that for your birthday. It's coming up. It's like, cool. And then um, I was so excited. Went into the game store and she's like, oh, no, it's R18. You're not getting that. And so I just didn't get it. You're like, but Mum, I'm 19. (laughs) (laughs) This is the other day, by the way. (laughs) So I'm not giving you grandkids until you buy me that game. Um, But, yeah, so she didn't buy it for me. I think I ended up getting Beyond Good and Evil, which is a great throwback game on PS2 as well. But I was just gutted, and I had to wait until I went over to my mate's place to get it. Far out. So, yeah, I don't want my mum in charge of what games I can play. Me and my brother used to go across to my neighbour's house, a guy called Nathan. He had Vice City. Never seen a Grand Theft Auto game, apart from maybe the first, like, Bird's Eye View, Grand Theft Auto. Oh, the original, right? yeah. The originals, right? So seeing it in third person blew my mind. Absolutely. So we were so excited watching Nathan play Vice City, whose parents were cool and bought it for him, um, that we went home and we were just talking about it, talking about it. And my mum heard, and she's, and as soon as, and like I just said, the referencing the samurai sword cutting people up, shooting people and whatnot, my mum immediately was saying, you are not to go around to his house if he is playing it. Oh, my God. To the God. point where my mum said to the parents, if Nathan is playing it, don't let Guy and, don't let guy and Ross in. Thanks. So, like, I would knock on the door, like, Nathan would have played? And they'd be like, sorry, he's playing Grand Theft Auto, so you can't watch. Did Nathan... Was, and think- to be fair, that's just my mum being mum because I was, like, 14. Yeah, absolutely. And I was obsessing about samurai swords, but I was just like, mum! Did Nathan want to be friends with you after that? Yeah, we continued to be friends. I think, obviously, it's like it... For a brief moment, it right. was like that. It wasn't like that forever. Okay, cool. But Far out, that was a key moment where I was like, "I, you can't just let me see this game and then immediately take it away from me. I didn't even own it. It was just watching him play it. Yeah, it was mind-blowing back in the day. How's, so this is, I hate to get sidetracked into the weeds here, but um, went to uh, my parents' friend's house for dinner one night. They had kids our age. Um, so I'll go see what Olivia's up to. I think she's down in the room. I was like, okay, cool. Went down there. She was playing this game I'd never seen before in my life on her computer. She gave me a go and it hooked me. It was The Sims. Oh, of course. And it was, I'd never heard anything. I had played SimCity and I was like, The Sims, what is this? He's like, you just control these people. And I stayed in the room for like five hours, came out, got dinner, then went back in. And then I was like, mom and dad for Christmas, I want The Sims. And then I was, they were like, no, we're not getting fear. You, you play it too much, blah, blah, blah. I was like, please, Christmas comes around. I get the game. They're like, oh, my God, this is awesome. They're like, all right, cool. We're going on a two-week road trip family holiday <laughs> oh, no. around the North Island. And I was like, but I want to play the Sims. <laughs> That's such a kid reaction to going on a two-week road trip. Which, which, which is would, great, right? Would have, it would have been In amazing. Home, You'd yeah. be going to, out for dinners. Yeah, and it was lovely. Like You're like, no, I want to be a smelly piece of shit. And That's right. And play the, the Sims. Yeah. So I took my box that the Sims came in. I took it with me. And I was just like reading the back of the box, <laughs> reading the manual, <laughs> looking at the disc. And I was just counting down the days until the this like two week long hellhole, the horror story <laughs> that was my family holiday was done so I could play The Sims. Yeah. So that was interesting actually. Wow. Oh, 
memories. Um, anyone who's listening out there, feel free to message us, Extremely Casual Gamers Podcast, on the old Instagram. Things like that. You remember from your childhood and how punishing it was uh, video game-wise. Things Absolutely. that have changed now. So, Because one for me now is loading screens. Ever since PS5, um, After if I go back to PS4, I'm like, oh my God, loading screens. They take ages. They do take a while. So I can't handle those anymore. Even memory cards. Ugh. You have a memory card. Like if a memory card on a PlayStation was like eight megabytes. That's right. Oh my God. And there was a one that you could get with 64 megabytes for $100. Yeah. I begged mum to get it for me. She didn't. <laughs> do you so, have any cool stories like that? You see <laughs> story? Get in touch. <laughs> so what did your parents deprive you of? Let us know. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Exciting news if you like triangle boobs. Wow. Exciting news. Triangle boobs. Uh, no, Tomb so, Raider? Tomb Raider. Of course. Talking famous. Tomb Raider. Tomb Raider. Uh, if you are unfamiliar, Lara Croft, it's like, un- it's like it's Uncharted, really. It's where Uncharted got its inspiration. It's, it's OG PlayStation 1 heritage stuff. 1996 through yeah. to 1998, there were three solid games. Those three games, if you were to look back on gameplay footage, it was on the original PlayStation 1. It is incredibly pixelated, hence the triangle boobs. Yeah. Right? Uh, but now the three games, the trilogy, you can buy it as one whole game, has been completely remastered. It's not... You know, Last oh. of Us Part Two remastered yeah. quality, but it is if you were to compare the two, it's it's a huge improvement. But it's like a if you were to put it in a timeline, I'd say that this remaster is two thousand five graphics. Yes. So what they've done is they've taken those boxy pixel graphics and just sharpened them to HD quality. Yeah. They haven't remade all of the worlds and the characters and stuff. They've no. taken the original assets and just sharpened them up. So it Absolutely. still looks like an old game. Yeah. It looks like how you kind of remember it. But if yeah. you then go and look back, it yeah, actually yeah, looks yeah. way worse than that. Absolutely. Yeah. So now she doesn't have triangle boobs. She has boob-looking boobs. Cool, man. You're really no, no, zeroing in on that. <laughs> and also the rest of it's pretty cool. Uh, so it is a remaster. It's not a reboot. It is exactly the same. Did you say reboob? You've <laughs> got <laughs> issues, got man. Can you play? No, I know. Can you move on? Where's Ellie when you need her? God, she wouldn't stand for this. Obviously being a, a up-to-date game, is that they've added trophies to it. Obviously, trophies are a huge part of playing video games at the moment as you do something and you get a trophy for it and then you can platinum a game, stuff Mm. like that, right? So it's achievements. One of the achievements, do you remember in Tomb Raider 2, did you ever really play the games? I did play the games when when we first had a PlayStation. Yeah. But I have certain vivid memories of certain parts of and these games. And you don't games. know if it's on the first, the second, or the third. That's yeah, right. Yeah. I think the first one I have a vivid memory of shooting a T-Rex or something or a, there a is dinosaur. A, there is a T-Rex. There's also a tiger. Yeah. There's also, I think you've got to run away from a big ball or maybe I'm thinking Crash Bandicoot it's slash Indiana Jones. Jones. Uh, but in Tomb Raider 2, there is a part of the game where you're in a mansion. And I know there's exactly. A, there's yeah. a butler shuffling around who old follows fella. you. Old fella. And he's got, a, he's got a tray with some tea on it and he's just... And one of the things, it was like a, it was just a meme that you did. It literally had nothing to do with the game is that you would walk into a, a walk-in freezer with this incredibly pixelated legs of ham stuff hanging up there. He would follow you in there. You would jump over him because you couldn't get around him. 
and then there was a button and you would close the door on the freezer. Classic. And there's like a 10-year-old kid that was peak comedy. That was hilarious. Locking an old man in the freezer. Yeah, right? still funny. Still funny. Yeah. You can find the clips of it on YouTube now. There is now, if you do that in the remaster, there's an achievement. I love that. Yeah. So what you need to do, the 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 achievement, the trophy is called Crime and Punishment because I didn't realize this originally. I don't know if this is in the original game, but it's in the remaster, is you have to get him in the freezer. It's not just getting him in the freezer, getting around him and locking the door. You have to get him in the freezer, make him fart, and then close the door. So oh, I think, what? So in order to get him to fart, you have to startle him by jumping over him. So you lure him in and then you jump over him. And he's like, and then you close the door. That's why it's called crime and punishment because you're locking him in the freezer with his own fart. That is terrible. That's ridiculous, right? The realism is crazy because I know if you do jump over an old person in real life, they fart. Especially if they're in a freezer. Yeah. You know this better than anyone, guy. You, <laughs> you've done yeah. it so many times. That's cool, though. That, that's rewarding, like, the fans of the game. Totally. Uh, uh, and so quite often a lot of games have done that in the past, like, have, like, little nods to fans who have noticed things. and you it's, know. it's acknowledging a key moment in the game. Obviously, Tomb Raider isn't known for just that, but it is just it's just a part of it that everyone – you talk about Tomb Raider and chances are someone's going to say, yeah. did you ever lock the butler in the freezer? Of course so you it's did. So it's just a nod to the fans. Yeah, I tried to lock the butler in the freezer, but then Guy's mum realised we were playing an R16 game and, and he had to go like, home. No yeah. triangle boobs in this house. Stop Get fixating. <laughs> All right? So I just wanted to know because I thought this – is quite a cool idea that the game creators or the remaster people have created a a trophy. Mm. So I wanted to know, think of any game that you've played and think of something that you can do in that game. Yes. doesn't have to be part of the storyline. It could just be something that you can physically do that you sit there and go, I wish I got a trophy for doing that. Yes. Um, So I am, and you have started to do this a wee bit, I like trophy hunting. Yeah. I love being able to play a game and tick off everything and know that I have experienced everything that they had to offer. So do you remember when we first started talking about the Spider-Man games and we realized Ellie hadn't seen Spider-Man? Yes. And then we explained the plot to her. And then we said as a joke, um, oh, yeah, and then uh, he eventually unlocks wings and becomes Mothman. Only at night. Only at night. (laughs) Because she also thought that Spider-Man flew. Yes. (laughs) So, no, he gets wings and can fly, but only at night he becomes Mothman. She's like, oh, really? (laughs) There's like an episode of ECG, I don't know, like eight episodes ago or something. Uh, So there's a trophy I won in Spider-Man 2 called Mothman um, where you travel from the utmost point, north, like Harlem or something, all the way down to the southern part of Queens without swinging or touching the ground. There is a very, very similar trophy. Oh, is there? Damn yeah. it. As I wrote this, yeah. I was like, I wonder if they're actually, because I'm only a quarter of the way through the There's game. There's a trophy. I don't know what particular part, but it is incredibly long. Yeah. And the only thing you're allowed to do is catch the- The air draft, the air wind draft. tunnel things. Yeah. So you've just got to, yeah, this is, there's a way of doing it. Okay. You're not allowed to swing. But that is, there is all, already a oh, okay. semi-similar <laughs> trophy in Spider-Man 2. Okay, cool. What, what, did, what did you have- I got. Oh, God, I blew that. Man. So this Luke, is the Jesus. name. The name of the trophy is called. Oh, I thought you died. And this to unlock it, you need to log into It Takes Two again after six months of inactivity. So, that, oh. so that's more tailored to, to Ellie. Ellie. Yeah, I wrote or, this when I thought Ellie was on the podcast, and then she wrote like a day ago, been like, "I'm going to LA." Yeah, right. Well, but she'll we, listen back. You could call it. Uh, oh, you guys still together? <laughs> yeah, because it, it seems like divorced yeah. yet. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's a good one. Um, here is one for Elden Ring. Ooh, was that it? That's the name of the trophy. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, Mel- Melania Blade of Mikula. What do you know about her? Shit. So Elden Ring. No idea. Made by um, From Software, known for making hard games. Yeah. Elden Ring's their biggest, most successful release. She is the hardest by far, boss. 
in the game. What shape are her boobs? Guy. <laughs> I'm trying to have a serious discussion about a fictional character here Sorry. in a video game, all right? Continue, continue. Um, so she is, towards the end of the game, she is by far the hardest boss, and she has this move called the the dance of the something, I can't remember. Uh, but basically, once she starts doing it with her sword, she is going to kill you. Um, Pugs, who I work with on the radio station, he literally has been going hard on it, uh, and he's had to put it down because he can't beat her. Oh, that sucks. So my thing is, because I didn't realize, I actually beat her, I think he spent hours on it. I think I beat her uh, like an hour trying, which sounds like a lot to beat one boss. Yeah, that sounds exhausting. Yeah, but that's, for her, that's nothing. I think I beat her within an hour. And I'll, um, and basically the trophy is, if you can beat Melania, Blade of Mikula, within 20 attempts, you get, oh, is that it? Because everyone's banging on about how hard it is. Isn't there a guy, I saw him on YouTube, he completed all of the From Software games, you know, like Dark Souls, Elden Rings and stuff like that, without, like, he, he did something with like, with, like, no armor or something oh, like that. Oh, there's a challenge, yeah. There's a challenge where you start as a wretch, which is just a guy in a loincloth yeah. with, like, a stick, and you beat the whole game. Yeah. Yeah, so that's just that's ridiculous. ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And it, the, what was so crazy about it is that he... If he failed, mm. regardless of what, again. he had to start again. Oh, that's so just when he got stupid. to the very end, like the man looked gaunt. The man looked like he was like crying at the end of his life. That's not enjoyable. No, it's not. But he did it on stream. Yeah, so, right. You know, people would have watched. Uh, my next one is treading water, which is where you take away the ladder in the pool while a sim is in the water. Hey. We all did it. Absolutely, so I did that. If you got an achievement for it, you know, then at least they didn't die in vain. I told you guys that I tried to make a town, right, and thought I'd start with the chapel and graveyard. That's right. But in order to get a graveyard, you couldn't just unlock headstones. You had to kill Sims. <laughs> and so I was just on a murdering spree. It was very sick. Is that the first thing you did when you got it after your horrible two-week <laughs> two holiday? You're like, nah, I'm going to kill some people. I think I just made a really big house. Uh, first thing I did was Google the cheat rosebud. I think a 1,000 simoleons, I'm yeah, pretty yeah. sure, uh, ringing a bell. Are you impressed? What do I have to do, man? I'm just over here busting my ass trying to remember no, shit. I think it's just because I remember that one. So if <laughs> I right. remember it, that's not impressive. Pepperoni pizza, Age of Empires 1 yes, food cheat. Yes. Um, Gran Turismo 7, back that ass up. It's the name of the trophy. <laughs> I don't know if they'll go for it. but I'm you, trying to platinum that game at the moment. I don't remember seeing it on the list. No, nah, it is. Uh, you have to do a race in reverse and don't come last. Oof. So you have to, as soon as it goes go, you have to turn your car around, do the whole thing backwards. And wow. not come last. Because you can custom race in yeah. Gran Turismo. So you can set it up so that you're in the best possible you're position. In a, a Ferrari or a McLaren and yeah. they're in a, you know, a Fiat. Like a Fiat yeah. 500 or exactly. something like that. And yeah, you yeah. can, so back that ass up. You, you don't have to come first. You just have to not, not come, come last. last. Yeah. Gran Turismo 7's got some cool, like some trophies that, you know, you, obviously they've got the trophies so you've got to win this many races, yada, yada, yada. But there's one where you've just got to run out of fuel. Oh, that takes ages. But that's the thing. You can go through the settings. You can go custom race. And first of all, you have to turn on fuel consumption because it, it's not standard. So if you just drive around for ages and you're waiting for the fuel gauge to go down, it's not going to. But what you can do is you can turn on fuel consumption and then you can turn on the rate at which it depletes. Right. So you just get a like a V12 car mm. and then put it on like top like times 50 mm. and it, it depletes a whole tank in like 10 seconds. Right. So you get the, you get the achievement for it. And you feel like you've <laughs> yeah, that's that. the thing is, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I did it. Because yeah. I, I, I was like, how the hell am I going to do this? I looked it up online. I was like, oh, that's easy. Did it. And went, all right, next one. Like yeah. it, did, it felt kind of empty. Ticked it off. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Here's one. Oh, wait, no, I just did one. You do another. Okay, all right then. Uh, have you heard of The Witcher 3? It's been mentioned somewhere. <laughs> I think Ellie plays it. Yeah, and she won't stop banging on about a Game Boy either. Uh, <laughs> so The Witcher 3 is my all-time favorite game. 
in The Witcher 3, uh, Geralt quite often says to people, good luck on the path. By the way, is that saying I could start using in real life? I think you could have started saying it without referencing it and we would have been cool with it. But now that I know it's from The Witcher, it's like... Is there any way I could walk that back and start again? Walk that back on the path? No. Ah, damn it. Uh, good luck on the path, Witcher. Uh, so basically this this uh, tr- trophy is called On the Path. It is spend 500 hours in The Witcher. Oh, yeah. And the reason I want that trophy is just so I can justify yeah. why I've played it so much. Absolutely, fair enough. Yeah. Uh, I think, to be honest, I'm probably up over 800 hours over the nine years now that Whoa. I have owned the game and clocked it four times. Is it is it depressing? Is it lame that half of that, 414 hours, is how many hours I've spent playing Fortnite? Oh, wow. I, did, I, I saw it. You know, on the PlayStation 5, it tells you how many hours you've been playing yeah, the game. It's I didn't realize. I was like... Holy shit, 414 hours playing Fortnite. But at least your friends that you're like, it's a social game, your one. Yeah, totally. I think either way, we're pretty cool. Um, that was never in question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was, I don't, that's that's always consistent. I don't think it's lame or depressing. I think it's cool as sweet as. And I need to up my numbers. Yeah, yeah. What was the name? How do you? What was that saying again? Uh, good Definitely. luck on the path. Yeah, rock, rock it, man. You can say it. Thanks, mate. That's you got cool. any more? I got one more. It's called doing rails. It's where you hogtie someone and leave them on the train tracks and let a train hit them in Red Dead Redemption 2. Classic. We've all done it. That is classic, yeah. It's one of those things where if you play the game for the first time now and you do it, you're almost surprised that you don't get a trophy. That also happens a lot in games because you get to know mechanics and things. Mechanics of games and how game developers work. You know that you've got the stock standard trophies and then you've got the kind of kooky, goofy ones. Absolutely, yeah. Where you sit there and go, I reckon I'll get a trophy for this. And sometimes you do. And because some of the trophies are um, hidden and you don't know what the name of them is yeah. and how to get them. So you go, oh, this must be one of the hidden trophies. Totally. So I really do think that Red Dead Redemption 2 should have that as a legitimate Absolutely. trophy. It's just it's one of the first things you do. that will be some good fan service if they remaster that game. Uh, my final one's just called WTF, and it's for Death Stranding. Um, and that's if you finish the entire game without skipping a single cutscene. Oof. Because it's like, WTF did I just watch? What did I just play? Yeah. You, you watched every cutscene, you drank in the weirdness you yeah. tried to comprehend it all you pretended like you knew what was happening yes or you it, accepted it yes or um the name of the trophy might actually be straight to youtube to look up a guide then or something <laughs> like because yeah, yeah. that's what Off you to do. youtube are yeah <laughs> yeah or what did i just play is the name yeah. of it as well um so if you have got to the end of death stranding uh like i have um you deserve a medal if you a trophy sorry if you didn't skip a single cutscene and they are all weird we also asked this question about trophies on our Instagram, Extremely Casual Gamers, um, Extremely Casual Gamers podcast, and this one's called A Trophy for It Takes Two, but it takes, so it's called It Took Two Years Trophy, and that's for players like Ellie. So very similar to what I said before. Right, so it's if you clock, it takes two, yeah. or if you start it and don't finish it at all after two years, it just yeah. pops. Yeah, so that one, and then uh, that was from Blake Dawson, uh, and then we've got Life of Nanya. They responded by saying, understanding what the hell is going on in Death Stranding right. Trophy. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. should get a trophy for that. Yeah. Of course, no one will get that because no one understands what's going on. Not even Hideo Kojima, who made no. it. He doesn't um, know. You'll understand this one from Maximus Prime 6309. They <laughs> said, in God of War 2, you can absolutely vaporize rats by throwing the axe named Exterminator. So maybe the trophy's called Exterminator. That's a great and one. And you can vaporize rats with the thing. Because in, I think it was Modern Warfare 2, remember Modern Warfare 2? Um, excuse me. That came out when we were in high school. Yep. Yep. And there was a level in the favelas, I think, where there was like a market and in the market were cages with chickens inside. That's right. You had to shoot the chickens. And if you shot 10 of the chickens, they just explode into a cloud of feathers. Then you got the trophy. Yeah. So that's a very similar one. I very like that. Very similar one. If you've got any more, if you've got any suggestions on if you could create a trophy in a game, 
an unlockable, let us know. Mm. Extremely Casual Gamers Podcast. Love to hear from you. Yeah, get in touch on the old Insta. Just be careful on that path, eh? Is that, is that, was that it? Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> Facebook, am I right? <laughs> totally, man. Yeah. Have you heard about it? Yeah. I was on Bebo like an idiot. I stuck a lot. I tried to delay my Facebook as like, long as possible because all my friends were on. I was like, nah, Bebo's. You transfer across. Yeah, Bebo's okay. coming back. Yeah, right. I never did. Is this what the segment is, by the way? Just us talking about social media back in the day? Yes. Yeah. Is this, po- is this podcast just aging us terribly? It, it really is. So uh, what are your Facebook memories? Hit us up. Ex- <laughs> extremely casual gamers. How often do you get a Facebook memory and get, instantly go, shit, I'm going to delete that because it's incredibly lame from I'm, 10 years ago? I'm not going to lie, guy. I've had quite a few that I have deleted because I will be cancelled. Yeah. Um, and a lot of them involve you. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> I had one today, and this one involves you, even though it doesn't actually say you. But I had a Facebook memory literally today. There was a status from me 11, 12 years ago that just says, and you're going to have to need a beep here. Oh, no, don't make it put a bit. Just just paraphrase it. Okay, I'm going to replace it with um, duck. Okay. Just duck you scrumpy hands. Now, scrumpy hands is something here in New Zealand where you get two bottles of scrumpy, which is apple cider. You tape it to both your hands. You tape it to your hands and you just, you can't. You can't take them off. You can't take them off until you finish. I think in America they call it like Edward 40 hands or something like that. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. So I obviously did scrumpy hands at one point. Don't let duck you scrumpy hands get out. Otherwise, you are done. (laughs) Your podcast career is over. Facebook, right? What we're thinking of doing is, no, not what we're thinking of doing, what we are going to do, and we would love for you to get involved, is we're going to create a closed Facebook group. We're going to create a community of people that listen to this podcast or watch the podcast or, or on YouTube. Or, or even or if they don't, anyone just in gaming. Gaming, people who love gaming. That's right? right. So we're going to create a group where we can talk about the podcast, we can talk about things you want us to talk about. Uh, you can reach out to other people who listen and say, hey, I'm playing this at the moment, but I need a squad. Who wants to join up with me? We could run some polls and stuff, like which yeah. game are you most excited for? That's Absolutely. great idea. Yeah, so we can throw in news stories. It's just going to be an online community for like-minded folks. So we are going to be doing this. It's going to be starting up at the next week or so but we thought it would be really cool for you the ecg listener to get involved and by getting involved it puts you in the draw to win a 100 gaming voucher to whatever gaming service that you subscribe to so if you're a nintendo gamer you can get the nintendo eShop, playstation xbox steam whatever all we need from you is a suggestion for what we call the group Oh, cool. So like extremely casual gamers group well it could be something as simple as that and if you suggest that and we pick it then you get that $100 voucher. Sweet. So and just so you're aware as well, we've bought one of each of Steam, Nintendo, Xbox, PlayStation. Whoever wins one, we will be tearing the other three up. Yeah, absolutely. So this, That's how we operate. This is, this is a, you know, we're, we're losing money on this. Oh, we're terrible. We don't know what yeah, we're doing. Absolutely. Um, okay. Because yeah. I've never, this, so this is the first time I'm hearing about this as well, Guy. Yeah. Um, is the idea, because I've seen like certain radio stations and TV shows and stuff yep. do it. And then they sort of, you know, you can give shout outs to people that, you know, put stuff on, you know, whatever it might be. Yeah, exactly. So it's just like, it's just a, it's a way for us all to chat together. Right. Okay. You know, and you, it's like-minded folk. It's a safe space. Okay. You know, so, and, and you know, we'll start it up next week and there could be 12 people on it. And then the next week there could be 11 and then 10 and then, uh. <laughs> but then in, in theory, it's going to explode into a lovely community of gamers. So awesome. if you've got an idea for a name of the group, hit us up on uh, Instagram, Extremely Casual Gamers Podcast. Fire as a DM with your suggestion, and if we pick your suggestion, then you will win a $100 gaming voucher of your choice. Now, I haven't really thought of any because I was kind of thinking the same thing as you. Keeping it kind of straight of just ECG gamers or something like that, right? Mm. But what about just off the top of the dome, the EC... 
the ECG wagon, you know? Yeah. Because G-Wagon's a vehicle. Oh. You know, Mercedes. But then also like bandwagon, like jump, get on board the wagon. Yeah, you put a lot of thought into that. You're trying to play it off like you just thought of it, but I feel like you thought about that. I thought about it. I feel like you read that off your laptop even. (laughs) It's not. I swear. I just didn't. He's just showing me his laptop. It's chat GPT. (laughs) What can I call a cool Facebook group? Yeah, actually, you know what? Scrap the whole concept of the competition. (laughs) I think we're just going to go with ECG wagon. I don't like it. No. Nah, it's all good. I see what you did there. Yeah, it doesn't have to be the ECG podcast. I think it sort of almost needs to say what it does on the tin as well. It almost yeah. needs so that people that don't listen can go, what's that? Oh, yeah. oh, I'll check out that podcast. That Chris guy sounds hot. You know, that's the sort of stuff you, you want to try and bring people Absolutely. in. Absolutely. Yeah, so, yeah, yes. Yeah. I agree with everything you just said. <laughs> yeah. So if you've got any suggestions and it, they don't have to be kooky, creative puns or anything, it could just be, guys, it's quite obvious that you should call it this. And we'll go, oh, of yeah, course. Yeah, okay. Here's a hundred bucks. Here's a hundred bucks. Yeah. So Sweet. hit us up on uh, Instagram, Extremely Casual Gamers Podcast, and you can screw yourself a hundred bucks. Easy as that. Boom. Democracy, liberty. <laughs> totally. These <Chris> are buzz- <laughs> Yeah, these are buzzwords <laughs> that if you've been playing Helldivers 2 over the last week or so, you'll be uh, incredibly familiar with because it's kind of the, the theme of the game. It's a little bit of a take the piss of the... The patriot, the, the diehard patriot, the diehard patriotism yes. of sort of the American uh, yeah. military. That's what Helldivers is, but it is a really cool community. If you have been managed to playing Helldivers two, um, purely based on the fact that if you can actually get into a game, because mm. the servers are massively overloaded. Uh, but last week I did a 60 second review of the game and then there was an additional podcast where you could listen to like- A full this, review is like a 10 minute. A full review, yeah. right? But in that podcast I said, give us, this is the keyword, puts you in the draw to win a copy of the game on PlayStation 5. Lots mm. of people messaged through with the word hell and I'm happy to announce that the winner of Helldivers 2 on PlayStation 5 goes to Casey DeMann. Casey DeMann. Casey DeMann on her profile, it says that she's a gamer, she's ginger, and that she is an animal lover. She says half gangster, half hippie, and totally weird. So welcome aboard, Casey Casey. DeMann. uh, We'll flick you a DM and we'll send you the code so you can play Helldivers 2 on PlayStation 5. But more importantly, it's not just Casey who was playing Helldivers 2 and myself, is that last week I said that I reckon Chris would love this game, who is notoriously a huge hater of live action shooters can online. I, can I just clarify, like Modern Warfare back in the day, Modern Warfare 2, I was big into it, loved yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Unlocked the P90, had all the custom like you emblems like, and you, shit. You were like Prestige 1 or 2 or yeah, that was a thing, eh? Yeah, and I was a big fan of um, running around with a pistol and a knife out and just knifing people. Like I was a real, <laughs> that was lame, man. Yeah, but yeah, like yeah. Uh, I used to love it. It got to the point where you're working and a lot of people I'm sure can relate to this. You don't have time to get good enough to enjoy it. No. I don't. So I don't like getting angry when I play a game. I like to be able to go, okay, I see that was tough, but I reckon I can beat it. Whereas online, it's just I get smoked. I don't want to do that in my uh, quality, my sort of laid back time. I understand that because I've been playing, like I said, I've been playing Fortnite for 414 hours. There'll be times where I'll go to bed, it'll be 10.30 and I've just finished a game either solo or with the squad and we got absolutely dicked and I go to bed annoyed. Correct. I don't ever want to go to bed annoyed. It has happened multiple times. And I'm a fully regulated adult who can sort of control their emotions. But you imagine a 14-year-old child Mm. (laughs) getting really pissed off. So I I like, I, as a rule, I'm just like, you know what? Uh, I've worked all day or whatever. I haven't really. I work in radio um, and do podcasts. (laughs) I've I've done air fall all day. I've been been absent from home for some of the day. (laughs) Yeah, for a small portion of the day. You know, I don't want to come home and get angry. I like to play 
the Witcher, where I'm Geralt and I'm all hopped up on Mountain Dew and Witcher potions, yeah. and I can just smoke everyone. So you you don't like playing games that you're not very good at and you get annoyed at. So why do you play golf with me? I was about to say, here comes a burn, and it was a good one too because <laughs> you were slightly better than me at golf. Oh yeah. So uh, that's uh, that's well that's well done there, guy. Yeah, um, uh, so I was hesitant. I got sent a free code from PlayStation. Thank you very much for that. I downloaded it. I was humoring you yesterday. You're like, hey, should we play this game? And I was like, I could oh. tell in your tone when you logged on. Yeah, I was like, yeah, fine, mate. I'll play it with you. Fine. Just shut up about it after that. So downloaded it, went on, did the training, laughed a lot at the Patriot humor. Yeah. It's really funny. Um, and then we dropped in. The first game, I was kind of like, the bugs didn't do it for me. I was like, oh. And then I was like, oh, okay. And then it wasn't until we dropped into the second game and I realized there was all these mini objectives and I'd unlocked certain things. And I was like, Oh, you know, this, this slaps massively. Yeah. So that is the first time in a long time, like years, that I have played an online game and I'm like, that was epic. It was Gears of War back in the day when we used to co-op uh, co yep. that and it's genuinely like, oh, no, no, okay, I'm going to do this. And we're genuinely working together to not take down another squad of real people just to beat the alien invaders. Because the premise of the sort of missions that you drop in, we dropped in on a mission and it was you had to destroy two ammunition dumps and a fuel dump, right? That's right. Once you did those three objectives, then you could punch out and you've got 40 minutes to do so. That's the bare minimum. Yes. We did that. And I was like, cool, we can go extract. And you were like, but what are these things? And then once I pointed out that there was all these objectives. Bonus objectives. You were so hooked. You're like, no, 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 no. Let's, yeah. let's. And you're like, we're looking at the clock ticking down. That's right. And then I died and we ran out of resupplies and it was just you. And it was like a minute until our you know, extraction came yeah. and there was robots everywhere. It was like, it was terrifying. Can I just clarify? We only played for an hour. Yeah. Um, the, the thing I love about it is there's these bonus objectives, which you can do to sort of help out the good fight and get yourself some extra stuff. Yeah. I'm a completionist, so I wanted to do everything. There was a thrill in sort of chipping off the eight, the three main things and the five um, optional things on the map before the time ran down, before you got overwhelmed by robots and monsters. Yeah. Tick off all of those, work together, and then once you finally go to extract, you go to this area for extraction, you call for it. There's a minute 30 where you have to wait. The ship is coming and they just, the game just starts generating crap loads of the baddies running at yeah. you. You're holding your spot while this thing finally comes. And like I said in the, in the review last week, the developers of the game who have been very busy this week, so it's probably not been happening as much. They are they'll watch random games. Mm. So the, you know, there is a likelihood of some a developer watching our game last night and going, okay, these guys are getting through quite easily. I'm going to extend their, um, their extraction by like a minute. Like they actually make these like God-like decisions. Oh, like, as well. oh, sorry, we've been held up. It's going to be a little bit longer than we thought. Yeah, oh, exactly. Yeah. Harder. So yeah. that actually happens or they can help you out. Like these guys are kind of getting overrun. Let's just throw them a quick resupply without them having to call for it and yeah. stuff like that. So that's a cool thing that the developers yeah. do. Can I just, yeah. So big shout out to Arrowhead Studios who created this, the, this server issues at the moment because they did not expect this many people to want to play it. Yeah, um, it's huge. Right the, now. the concurrent play account this week, last week it was the highest one PlayStation exclusives on Steam had ever done. This week it's higher than all of the PlayStation exclusives on PC put together. Yeah. So that's how high it is. Um, if you are like me, you can't be bothered with stress or you're like of online play or you hate Fortnite, you hate Warzone. Is anyone even playing that? Apex? Warzone's gone downhill, but there's still plenty right. of people playing it, but it's not, as but not what it used to be. If you suck at that, but you've got mates all around, like for example, uh, shout out to my mate, Nate. Nathan, who lives down in Christchurch, I always want to catch up with him, but I know that they play Apex um, Legends and I suck at it. Oh, so yeah. I never hop online. I messaged him. I was like, you should get Helldivers. He sent me a photo today of him at the store having just bought it. Nice. And so he's now going to join our squad because you know Nate as well. And it's yeah. just like now we can actually catch up and play a game that doesn't involve me getting frustrated because I suck. Yeah. 
We're all working as a team. It's excellent. And if you do not like Fortnite, Warzone, all those things, I highly recommend it as a way to catch up with your mates. Totally. Bloody brilliant. Yeah. Nine so, stars. Yeah. Nine, ten, wait, what? Nine <laughs> out of ten, five, four and a half stars. And it's getting those similar reviews online as well, which is yep. really cool. If it didn't have the server issues, it will be sweet. Well, we didn't have them because, we're to be honest, we're in New Zealand. Most of the server issues are happening while the US is playing overnight. I tried to play Helldivers today yeah. during the day. Which could, is when everyone get else on, is on. Because everyone's yeah. trying to play on in America. So, so if you play it after dinner, you know. You're sweet. Sweet as in New Zealand, man. Absolutely. Uh, so that kind of answers the question that we normally ask at this point of the podcast where we say, what are we going to be playing this week? Mm. I'll be playing Helldivers too. Might be playing it with you. I'll be playing it with you as well. Uh, I'll also be jamming Spider-Man 2 uh, when I get a chance and getting my Pokemon Blue team together. Nice. So if anyone sees me in the wild, they can battle me. Now, this is normally where you would think right now is where we wrap the podcast up because Ellie has been, uh, she's not been present because she's currently on a plane to LA. Oh, but yeah. before she left, before the plane took off, she sent us a voice note because she wanted to be included into this week's episode. So oh, that's nice of Producer it. Sam, if you could fire off what Ellie sent us because I believe it is in, re- in regards to what she's going to be playing this week. Hello team, I might sound a bit uh, freaky and weird, but that's because I am currently sitting on a flight to go to America. Uh, so apologies if I sound a bit weird and creepy and yeah, maybe it's a bit SM- ASMR, you never know. Um, what am I playing this week? Well, probably a lot of Trackmania Turbo sure. because I'm going to see my friends again. And as you know, last time that's all we did. Um, update on the stray situation, haven't actually played that Again, um, she's been a big week, right? Um, but no, I'm planning on playing what's yeah. track mania turbo. Probably some chimp party. Look that one up if you haven't heard of it. Uh, probably some knowledge of power. And when I get home on uh, later next week, I am going to have probably play some stray. I think. Who knows? I mean, yeah, all right. I'll stop there now. Um, hope the boys have been okay today and it hasn't been too <laughs> boring without me. Nah, just kidding. Please, please don't tell me it was better with just them. <laughs> um, all right, well, I better go because I'm literally just very self-conscious about being on a flight right now. <laughs> Did I mention I was uh, traveling? Anyway, nah, just kidding. All right. Thanks, guys. Thanks for listening. Bye. Well, she really didn't want to record that, did she? <laughs> She's like, that's the most Ellie like voice note ever. Yeah. By the way, T minus three weeks <clears> until <throat> Ellie's stray review that she promised she'd do, and I told her I'm not going to let this one go. No, Ellie, if you're listening to this, and I know you are, because you're pretty terrified that we're going to replace you on this podcast. <laughs> you need to play more stray because in three weeks' time you are going to be doing a review. I've set a reminder and I've put it in my calendar because we're going to be doing reviews for the game like we did last week. Sixty second yes. quick reviews and then a bonus episode. Mm with a full-on review if you want to be interested in listening to it. So I don't know how she's going to fill nine minutes of Stray, considering that's basically she, how much she's played. Say, she's barely, like, <laughs> she's played nine minutes and, like, eight minutes of it was glitching out. Yeah. So work on that, Ellie. Um, but, no, nice to hear from <clears> you, mate. Trackmania, Chimp Party, Knowledge is Power, 100% knew those. Those are the games that she was going to be playing. What the hell are they? So Knowledge is Power and Chimp Party, they are PlayStation 4 games that you could play. So you just install them onto your PlayStation. You just need one controller, and then anybody who plays just needs the PlayStation uh, needs to oh, download that phone. game's app. Yeah, okay. So Chimp Party, it's like, they're like mini games. Yeah, so the cool. Knowledge is Power is a quiz game. Very fun in a friend setting. But Yeah, but so is Death Stranding. No, nah, it's not. That'd be terrible. 
podcast. I'll let you let that one sit. Yeah. Uh, by all means, let us know what you are playing this week. Uh, hit us up on Instagram, Extremely Casual Gamers Podcast. And don't forget also to send us a DM for what you think we should call that community Facebook page. We will be announcing the name of the page, launching it, and announcing the winner of that page and that $100 voucher next week on the show. So by all means, get stuck into that. Uh, apart from that, have an awesome week. And we'll see you next week. Tell a friend. Frank Podcast. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. So they said to me I had to do a trailer, so I'm going to put my trailer voice on. In a world, we didn't need another podcast, but somebody did one. And that person is Tiprovise. What's up, everybody? It's Tiprovise. Get ready for the most relatable, out the gates, straight questionable podcast of all time. It's Honest to Who, where we're just honest as, and everybody's honest to who. Honest to who? I don't know who who, who is. It could be anybody. It could be you. It could be your mum. Could be your dad. It could be uncle. It could be God. I don't know. I'm not unsure right now. But whoever it is, we're gonna be honest to you. Every week we got a new guest. We ask some questions. We get through. We go to the nitty gritty. We see what they've been up to, and we really kind of find out who they are as people. So yeah, man. Shout shout outs to you. Hope you enjoy the podcast. And if you need me, just ask my case manager at Wins. That's where you'll find me.